Hi, welcome to the Indie Game Development Podcast show today. How about you introduce yourself? Hi, it's Imad from HazeF. I'm one of the founders of HazeF. Okay, and you also did the Swine Fighter game, so I think you were on um, a bit earlier. Um, yes, I did. Uh, <laughs> if you had a chance to check that out, that was a bit of a, a small experiment with HazeF. <laughs> Great. And so what is HazeF about? So HazeF uh, lets <clears throat> game developers distribute and monetize their games. So uh, what we launched this week is HazeF Payments, which is basically a drop-in library uh, to let game developers for Flash games mainly uh, embed, uh, embed and sell virtual goods. So we have a full system uh, for in inventory management to stats, and you can you, know, you can basically set up a game in about a couple of minutes, copy paste some code, and then you can sell an item within your game. Okay, so do do developers need to already have a Flash game ready to go to use this, or uh, do they make their own game, or how does that work? Yeah, so we've seen a lot of kind of game developers retrofitting those existing games. So uh, if you've already got a game, you can you know make a new level for it or put a, even a donation link at the end to let let users kind of directly uh, give their thanks to game developers. Uh, but yeah, a lot of people are developing new games and and yeah, we're mainly catered to as flash games right now. So and and what flash types game. of what types of flash games work best? Uh, with such a monetization platform, like a virtual goods platform? Mm -hmm. I mean, Flash games for quite a while, and most games, I would say, have had some sort of store upgrade kind of experience point system built in. Yeah. Uh, that works really well with these games. So the idea is you can, you can obviously let the user buy various convenience items or various upgrades. Uh, so you know they can play the whole game without necessarily paying for anything. But if they want to get faster or further or unlock a special part of the game, uh, they can pay for it, uh, or they can you know do one of the offers to get there. So, th so the games that work best are definitely the games that already have a shop component in them, already have some sort of currency mechanism in them. Um, other games are games that are social. Um, you know, users get much more involved in games uh, where they can play with their friends, and if if they get some sort of like get ahead in some way or can impress you know other other people, then they're more likely to uh, want to pay for that. And <clears throat> so, so this would just, but does it also work for single player games? Because I know the social games, the MMOs, you know, the virtual goods model is popular there. What if yeah. um, what if there is a developer who has a single player game? Is that yeah? Is that I mean, more if you look at or? yeah, definitely. I mean, this is I wouldn't consider this like overly new. Obviously, it's a developing system, but if you look at downloadable casual games and even video games, like uh, users are very much willing to pay. You know, even in the case of video games, like fifty dollars yeah. uh, for single player experiences. So it's just about how much depth you provide in the game and what you can offer the user. So I mean, we we made a little guide and like there's. Yeah, we have to improve a lot, but some of the things that you can sell, uh, most of these actually apply in single-player games. So things like item purchases, so unlock a weapon, unlock a tower, you know, okay. get a new spell. Uh, other things are level access, so you, know, you may you might make like 20 levels for your game, and then to get the last five levels, which are interesting, uh, you have to you have to pay slightly, or like to get an extra character, you have to pay a bit. Uh, another interesting one. Uh, that we've seen a few game developers do is mechanics upgrade. So you know, being able to get an object which, which like lets you not have gravity or get extra speed. Okay. Uh, 
So there's, uh, I think there's, I mean, if you go to hazeapp.com forward slash developers forward slash guide, uh, we talk about this kind of in more depth. Uh, but we think there's basically a bunch of opportunities on enhancing games, and I think single-player developers would definitely be more willing to do it. And once you released the platform, what were some of the challenges or um, surprises that you encountered uh, as people started using this? Yeah, it's very early days. Like, literally, did the launch last Thursday. So, yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, uh, we just—I mean, it's still—it's still a case of really understanding what game developers want and being able to give them the kind of the best product. Uh, but we're very much learning from the market still and figuring out, you know, how to style it. Uh, we want to definitely give a lot more customizability to game developers. Uh, so right now, like, if you go, if you have a chance to check it out. Uh, when you go through the HazeApp payments, there's a, you know, we make it much more about the game uh, than of other people, and we want to kind of increase that. So, like game developers have their own currency, which they can offer games, game users, and kind of interact much more deeply with the game. Yeah, and with the users, what's the level of, um, what's the minimum amount of purchase they can make um, in this virtual goods platform? Yeah, I mean, this is dependent on, unfortunately, like the credit card costs and things like that. So the minimum sure. at the moment is, uh, so actually the game developer can set whatever price they want and it can go, like they can sell an item for free even. Uh, but the user has to get at least, you know, X amount of points, which at a minimum right now I think is about $3. Okay. And, um, you know, there's other competition or other types of ways to monetize Flash games. So how is this different than, say, Mochi Media ads or um, mm -hmm. some of the other uh, platforms that may offer yeah. the ability to I make mean, money? Uh, definitely. So, like, I mean, traditionally, obviously, for Flash games, it's been a case of licensing and then advertising, uh, yeah. which has is, which is helped them monetize. Uh, we see this kind of as a completely new opportunity, which is very untapped. Um, it's happened in other types of games, but it's not really come to the Flash games yet. Okay. So it's really going to be a new market. It's very hard. It's definitely on a very distributed level. Uh, we think it's going to make more money than advertising will. Uh, just because, especially if the game is right for it, just because, uh, you know, if a user is paying directly for something, if they pay one dollar per thousand users, that's that's that can normally be advertising revenue. But it'll be it'll be interesting to see how this works out. Uh, but we definitely think it's a it's a new source of revenue for game developers, and and it will it's very complementary to the other sources. Okay, so it can be used in addition to some of these other ad exactly. type things. Exactly. Um. And where do you see things going then um, in terms of this whole market and uh, where indie game developers can actually make more money mm -hmm. off of their games, off their Flash yeah, games? Um, yeah, I think the whole Flash gaming market is heading towards virtual goods, especially this year. Um, there's a couple of well-funded companies uh, such as, uh, you know, Casual Collectives, they did, they did Desktop Tower Defense. Okay, yeah. Uh, They've actually launched a website uh, which has got some virtual goods, so you can upgrade your tanks in, uh, in oh, wow. the, some of the defense games. Uh, there's also OMG Pop, and uh, they used to be called I'm in Like With You. Okay, they do yeah. pretty high-quality Flash games. They actually launched a shop as well. Uh, so we think this is a developing an interesting and exciting space. Uh, I think the Flash gaming market as a whole uh, is going to be massively kind of increased in terms of size. And I think because uh, 
Flash gamers will be able to monetize more directly. They're probably going to make more in-depth games, uh, which is kind of going to be better for the user as well. So, like games at the moment aren't necessarily as complex as obviously like fully fledged video games and downloadable games, but I think yeah. they're going to head that way as well. Okay, and so I think we've got interesting times ahead. Great. And are there any other things that are in store for HazeApp uh, that you can talk about that are coming up? Oh, we have so many things to do. <laughs> we actually recently received funding from Union Square Ventures. Oh, great. Uh, that, was, that was straight after the swine fighter thing, anyway, but unrelated <laughs> to that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so we've got a ton of plans uh, to help game developers uh, you know, get more out of their games, monetize them better, and distribute them better. So that's, that's pretty much our focus right now and, uh, around patch games. And how does the funding um, you know, impact your plans? I mean, does it... Does it change anything, or is it just you know you feel more secure that you can offer or deliver um, stuff more quickly, or how does that work? Um, yeah, definitely. I mean, it it changes things. As in, we we feel like we're you know we're hiring, we're kind of aggressively trying to grow, and we've got we're executing a lot of our plans. Uh, so it's it's just speeding things up really, uh, okay. and getting us to getting us to our goals faster. And have you found that <coughs> um, venture capital the people are aware of the game space? Have they been, I mean, do they provide yeah. a lot of value in terms of ways to accelerate, you know, having a business mm-hmm. in the game space or is it? I mean, it varies a lot depending on like who the VC is and stuff. Uh, uh, Union Square Ventures also funded Zynga, oh, yeah. uh, okay. which obviously does a bunch of stuff in the gaming space. And they, I think there's a couple of other investments as well. So uh, they're really smart guys and they, they definitely provide a lot of ideas uh, on, you know, how we can how we can help and like you know what the best ways to work with game developers and other people in the ecosystem and they just have a lot more experience than we do like we're just both like 25 years old okay. uh, so so they're bringing a lot of kind of business experience and know-how uh, which is cool great um so if developers want to find out more about your platform where can they go to uh, hazap.com uh, or like if you want you can email me directly directly i'm imad i-m-m-a-d at hazap.com i'm always uh, willing to answer anyone's questions so great um thank you very much take care all right good talking to you action yeah speak bye. soon bye bye